Yeah, delighted to say we are joined in studio now by Little Green Cars to do a session for us. A long-awaited session, you'd have to say. Stevie, Faye, Adam, Donna, Dylan. Uh, you're very welcome to the studio. I love it to see you all. Thank you. And uh, we've dimmed the lights in the studio for the first time ever. Mm-hmm. All the bands, no band has ever dimmed the lights before. That's oh, crucial. It's crucial. This is a nice vibe already. Mm-hmm. You're going to do a song straight away? Yeah, it's called Winds of Peace. Thank you. 
That is beautiful from Little Green Cars and uh, Winds of Peace Man, the first song tonight. Sounding magnificent and uh, wonderful harmonies. And uh, what's going through my head listening to it is it's kind of been honed by, by touring and performing. You, you really do an awful lot of gigging and performing, don't you? Yeah, I guess it's it's one of the best parts about being in a band, so may as well. <laughs> but you're also, you're getting the opportunity to, though, aren't you, which some bands don't. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's something that, I think can be taken for granted at three o'clock in the morning in the back of a van in the middle of nowhere, but it's then reevaluated when you're on stage and it's you kind of see it for what it is. Because you're doing, you you signed to an American label, mm-hmm. and kind of the offshoot of that is that you're getting to do a lot of work in America, aren't you? Mm, How yeah. much? How much work? We've done about eight tours now. Eight tours. Yeah. It's a fair bit. But it's a big place, you know, you got to yeah. keep going around. Yeah. around Some people know. would argue eight tours, depending how long they are, you know, you're making a small impression because you could tour there for years and years, couldn't you? Mm. That's true. But it's been amazing, though, because, you know, we put out our first album in 2012 and 2013? Oh, sorry, 2013. 2013, early 2013. And we went uh, and we did like our first seven week tour there, you know, and we played some like some some small rock and roll clubs and stuff. And. And we kind of just continually went went back, and every time we go back, there'd be you know more more faces in the in the audience, and the venues would get bigger. And it's you know we've got a kind of a real um, great following over there. You know, it feels kind of like a home. Take, take me back to the first one because um, not many people ever get to be in a band, let alone a band that tours America. And America is steeped in rock and roll. And when you arrive over there and you see the, the tour first buses, show was that was the pianos in New York. New York City, wasn't that the first one? No, the first show was in the Masonic Lodge. This band agrees with about nothing. The wrong year on the album, the wrong (laughs) venue. This isn't going to last. Yeah, no, it was definitely the Masonic Lodge in LA, the Hollywood Forever place where Marilyn Monroe was buried and stuff. Yeah. I remember they had a fancy Japanese toilet. And there was coffins everywhere. It was pretty surreal. These yeah. things melt your head, don't yeah. they? <laughs> yes. And then American audience is quite um, sophisticated as well, used to seeing bands. So what was your reaction to them? What was it like playing They're great. Them? They're like no other audience because they they don't want you to be cool. They just want you to be good, you know, which I think is, is something that bodes well for us. <laughs> because... <laughs> because <laughs> you know we practice a lot and we're not you know that that has a stench on your cool life so, but you know they'll come up to you after a gig and just be like that was really that was cool because it was good you know and for no other reason than that and if you know that's what it should be about you know yeah. and, uh, and also I'm fascinated to know how you just reacted to the were you doing overnight drives and that kind of stuff we, we've done so we've done so many right. of them. Yeah. yeah but that, that, that whole just kind of waking up and, and being on the road in America it's a bit of a vibe, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty soul crushing. We've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of sharing. Yeah, sharing, and sharing germs. Sharing germs, that's yeah. a solid. Must be, yeah. must be great for the the soul lady in the band. Oh yeah, for all that. I, 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 I'm in charge. We. <laughs> he's to phrase it for all that called hairy arm to hairy arm, but um, <laughs> that, is that not an unpleasant place to be? Are they very well behaved? Well, I let mine go as well, so we're Good. all on par. Like, so, so <laughs> they, they behave. That everyone behaves. Every like, you know. Yeah, I don't know if so I'm that's the what person when you, when you put a, you know, you put a, f- a female into a group of males. It's just everyone. Just in fairness, we're a group of pretty effeminate males. So. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> um, but then also another thing about it is, is the cumulative effect of touring. It, it gets you into this headspace of of you know the importance of the performance and you know that that amount of time you have to kill 
it can affect you in different ways. Um, how are you in, at this stage with eight tours? Are you getting used to it? Are you starting to enjoy it? Is it helping create, creatively? I don't think it's something you can necessarily get used to and maybe it's something that you shouldn't really get used to because once you start becoming blasé about it then it kind of, you know, it loses the point of why you're doing it and, you know, every show is new, you know, and every experience is new and they have to be treated as such or you're just going through the motions and nobody wants to see a band just going through the motions. But there are certainly survival tricks, you know. After, Tell me. After I tour, it's like, I think just you learn when to take space for yourself and you learn when to, you know... Not have a drink. When to not have a drink. Mm. You learn when to take time out and, you know, even if you're, even if you're, you know, in one of the kind of, uh, you know, this the, the, the Chipotle-laced kind of Walmart yeah. sections, parking you know, in a, in a parking lot in the middle of nowhere, you know, it's kind of good to just get out and go for a walk and go get some food by yourself or else go see a movie or, you know, go to a bookstore or else, you know. And like as Irish teenagers, you're kind of steeped in this American culture anyway. Yeah. It kind of just translates well over here and you kind of always have these big dreams of walking in the footsteps of you know you walk through new york city and that's great and you get to experience what all these great people experience but then you go to the midwest and you just see these flat brown plains that are like nowhere else in the world and you think of all the the kind of its own culture that it's created and that you've heard about it before and you saw the movie twister and <laughs> <laughs> you know it's 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 surreal but it's great um, I, I was reading that um, a thing you've noticed from being away is that when you come back, there's kind of a d- remove between you and your friends somewhat that their lives are going on and you're not really that involved that in them. That can happen because you feel, you, you, you expect when you leave that life pauses when you let go. Would, would wait for you at yeah, the very least. Yeah, and it doesn't. And you kind of come back and you realize that life has gone on and you're perhaps not the center of the universe. Yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> All of that can feed into writing songs, though, can't it? And, uh, you true. know, uh, does it, is the question. Um, I'd, I've always been skeptical of writing anything about being on the road because it's not an experience many people have had and who would want to hear a song about being on the road, you know? It's it's not really that interesting. It's, not, it's a very unsexy way of living, so I just prefer to talk about experiences that are more universal than... Driving but around isn't land. your your remove though from the road being on the road kind of gives you an insight into those experiences that that's true uh, and it makes you look at life in a different way it's maybe not hard. take for granted things that, yeah yeah exactly not take for granted and to not stew on other things as yeah. well so you know i think I, I what i'm getting at in all this is that i think you know when you tour an awful lot um it really comes down to a point where you need to ride on the road and you have to come back with the album in your back pocket yeah. having just finished your tour and with the new album <coughs> in your back pocket so how close are we to that? With this actually we're doing really songs. well yeah not all will be used but yeah. you know the, the path is being carved at the minute and I guess there's a general theme or kind of yeah we've actually we moved in together down in, in Wexford we do you not see enough of each other? no see, no we, just, we can't get enough of each other <laughs> <laughs> My mom was always saying to me, she's like, Adam, was there any fights this week? So, you know, you must be scrapping and stuff. And I said, oh, no, Mom, actually, it was really good. We got, like, you know, that's so boring. Right? That's about to be the worst biography ever. Because where are all the dramas, you know? 
But we got on like we got on very well. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of laughter. Yeah, a lot of laughter. Yeah. And you know, people are always asking like, "Oh, give us a funny anecdote of tour," and it's like the whole thing. It's just you're not gonna find a funny. <laughs> <thing>. Yeah. <laughs> the amount of inside jokes. Inside you jokes. <laughs> that's it. Like you know, between us. So. Yeah. Really, nothing crazy. <laughs> nothing I could say on air. <laughs> oh, we'll ask further questions later. Um, I was told to ask you about um, Stephen Wright poems. Stephen Wright, Wright? Yeah. his poems are great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of Stephen Wright. <laughs> Do we have a poem we can we can perform or have we? Well, I I guess I I I've never been the the most great at speak, you know, as you see, and on stage, you know, you have to speak and you have to show your shining personality. And I found that the best way to get around that was to write poems, which I was better at than speaking maybe that sounds kind of arrogant but yeah. it's true and so I would like write a poem and read or recite a poem uh, during the gigs so I didn't have to speak <laughs> wow do you still do that? yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a huge part of our yeah I guess it's how does that go down? I think people are surprised at first and then they kind of realise that it's not that strange and it could be happening a lot more yeah, I think you know. I don't know. I guess there's something about a dude in a band. You kind of have this pre-fixed idea of what he's like, and then he says, "Well, I've written this poem. I'd like you." To, it's funny. You know? It shouldn't be. It like shouldn't that. be. But I was, I we were talking about um, the last walls was celebrating its 40th anniversary, and they took a break in the midpoint where they brought on all the poets, and it was just the poetry. It was just regarded as yeah. a normal, everyday part of the game. I think it, it becomes normal after the second stanza yeah. or something like And that. fill in it as well as, you know, going to poetry nights around Dublin, beatnik poetry nights long before he was doing gigs and mm. stuff. So it's only recently, I think, the remove has become a thing. I think it's very good, very intrigued. You're not going to do one now, though, are you? Is that, is that too much of a... You could totally do I one. could do one. Totally. Um, yeah. Yeah, I could say the poem that uh, I say at the gig. Yeah, that'd be good. Um, I'll skip the first bit because it doesn't really. Or should I? Well, I start by saying. Pretend like a pretend okay, like we're at okay. a show. This is a show. Everybody shush. <laughs> okay. uh, hello there, everybody. It's truly been a while. So let me now explain why in our photos we don't smile. And that always gets a laugh. <laughs> um, as long as there is someone who feels the world is closing in, who's being eaten up from the inside or has the outside eaten in, whose homework's piling up, the lover who's been stood up, the one who cares too much and yet no one cares enough, you need a song that you can listen to, a song that's going to help you through and everyone can listen to, but still it's private and just for you. And you need something that's full of heart. And you might not find that at the top of the charts and you can't see it through all of the hype because you've tried and tested every prototype. But you find it sometimes on bathroom walls in someone's diary and late night phone calls and it's a song that really should have been written by you and hopefully that's what we've tried to do. And ephemera means that all things must pass and how could they not in a world that's so fast and the past is like a car wreck. You'd nearly break your neck to see because without the past, I guess the future is history. That's absolutely great. 
That's one of the best moments we've had in session ever. <laughs> that was brilliant. So glad we, <clears throat> so glad we we um, twisted your arm. That <laughs> was great. Um, there's loads and loads of dates to come in December. I'll give them out in a moment. But you're going to do one more for us. Yeah, we're going to do the factory. Take it away. like a target and I've missed it it's not the hole that you did but what goes in it
That was absolutely great. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, little Green Cars, Stevie Fay, Adam Dunn. Dun- See, every time I come to an Irish name, I stumble. <laughs> going, going all the way back to my secondary education. Um, and Dylan as well. Thank you very much indeed. Dates to add Ireland Spirits Tour uh, the coming Saturday and then leading towards two dates in Vic Street, the 16th and 17th, the Pavilion Theatre in Dunleary. Uh, on my doorstep on uh, Tuesday the uh, 20th of December and then New Year have we plans or, or carry on as we are keep yeah, riding keep, keep riding, riding. Keep it up. That was great. Thank you. I have to say the piece where you all sang Jesus Mary, that was sensational. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed.